Hi, and welcome to Mouse Chat. It's just uh, Steve and Sharpie today. Lisa's uh, traveling again. So it's just the two of us, Sharpie. Bon voyage, Lisa. She'll be back. Bon voyage. She'll be back soon. But uh, And we just came back from Walt Disney World. So that was nice. So we have, we'll have a trip report for uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. So if you're planning on riding it, we've got Lisa's view and my view. Uh, and then we also did the Cirque du Soleil Drawn to Life, which is the new Cirque du Soleil, Cirque du Soleil show that uh, replaced Lanuba. So we can give you some uh, tips and pointers on the new Cirque show as well. And we stayed at the Yacht Club. So if anyone has any questions about Yacht and Beach, we're happy to help answer those questions as well. But today, oh, Sharpie, club. today, Sharpie, we're getting everybody ready for Halloween. Boo to you <laughs> and you and you and you. It is kind of weird. I felt like, which is not on the topic, but it is Halloween related. When they came out with like Halloween in May, they did like this thing for like a week where it was like, hey, it's Halloween in May and we're going to have a. Well, it was halfway to Halloween. There you go. Thank you. Halfway to Halloween. It was halfway to Halloween. I, I felt like that was an, a marketing idea from for like, we got all this Halloween stuff that just showed up. Finally, what are we going to from last the year? The funny or thing is I saw where they put out some Valentine's merchandise. Oh, there you go. Art. Oh, nice. Uh, because, you know, it just didn't show up on time. So they still put it out for sale. Well, next year it'll be halfway to, well, coming soon, it'll be halfway to Valentine's Day. You'll be able to buy that again. Yeah, the the Mickey the the mummy Mickey popcorn. I saw that last year. Yes, was on sale for a reduced price for the halfway to Halloween, because I mean, it, it, like it, it's it's really yes something that that it, it, something kind of revealed itself to me mm. multiple times throughout the pandemic, and one was what was when things started to reopen, mm-hmm. like wholesale reopen in July, August of 2020, you really had to think back and imagine like a time capsule snapshot, all of the sales floors in like big department stores, like just think of like Macy's or, or uh, Bloomingdale's or uh, Neiman Marcus or like any, all of those sales floors were set to sell the spring line. The East Easter close. Yep. Because I mean, th- this happened in, in in March of 2020. Everything shut down, and then things started to reopen. But by the time things started to reopen, like an entire season shift had happened. Yeah. So like, you have to think about like all that merchandise. I mean, I, I know I've mentioned that on the show both before, but whenever you think about a company as large as Disney and the volume of merchandise that they order for a specific sales season. It, it may have a true shelf life of like eight weeks, but Disney has to order that a, a let's just say a year in advance. I mean, they're, they're ordering it six six to nine months minimum in advance to for for production and all of that. So whenever you whenever you back that timeline up even further for development, I mean that's very easily a year in advance. So when you when you, when you think about what the shutdown did to Disney's product lineup. Yeah. And then you add in all of the, the shipping delays and uh, logistics issues that like, it's no wonder we're, we're (laughs) celebrating halfway Halfway to Halloween. Halloween. 
right. with reduced price Mickey popcorn buckets. That's right. In May of 2022. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, uh, I was like, gosh. oh my gosh, we're celebrating Halloween. Yeah, that's all exactly. right. That's Ooh, all right. And then you. I, oh, and and Happy Mother's Day to you. <laughs> and then I, then I thought about doing a show about it, but it was only like four days. I was like, by the time right. we record yeah. this and put it up, it was gonna. I was like, all these things are like so quick. And it was around there the tease for the return of Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. Yes, uh, which is uh, it's good to mention. That uh, it is not Boo Bash as they had last year, which yeah. was a Halloween after hours party. Yes. It was not Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. Uh, so it's good to know that Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party is returning to the Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World on August 12th. And events will run through October 31st. And then what happens on November 1st? Bam! It's Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing how they do that. But yes, yeah, it's pretty cool. The Pumpkins line Main Street uh, on October 31st. And then that that the next day, Christmas, Christmas bells begin to ring. Mm-hmm. The 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 fall colors of orange and uh Russety browns, it's all replaced by red and green. Very cool. So what are we thinking for this year's uh, Boo to You? So the the Boo to You parade is coming back this year. Well, that's good. Very excited to see that. Uh, I it is it, it remains my favorite parade of all time. Uh, I, I just hope that it is back in its full former glory. So that way we can all enjoy the Boo to You parade. Uh, and then, of course, the Hocus Pocus Castle Stage Show is coming back. Those uh, – who are those sisters? Oh, um, wait, wait. It's the Sandersons. Yeah. I smell children. <laughs> so excited. Mm. They do such an amazing job. And then, of course, the not-so-spooky, spectacular Halloween fireworks uh, hosted by Jack Skellington. Uh, and then, of course, trick-or-treating throughout the park is returning. Uh, there, Of course, there will be special themed character appearances, uh, which is one of the coolest things about the Halloween party is – uh, one, I really love seeing the, the, the characters in their Halloween costumes because they're super, super adorable. Uh, very cute. And then of course there will also be overlays for Space Mountain, Mad Tea Party, Pirates of the Caribbean, and Monsters Incorporated Laugh Floor. So it's always cool to see, a, a, an attraction plussed up a little bit for one of these events. Yes. Uh, tickets do go on sale May 18th uh, and May 12th for Disney resort guests who are traveling during that period. So again, August 12th party starts the party starts August 12th. And then the final event is October 31st. One definite change this year, and Steve and I were chatting a little bit before uh, the show, before we started recording, is the price range for this year's event is 109 for the off-peak days, all the way up to an all-time high of 
one ninety nine per this per person per person. <laughs> That's oh, yeah. and mm. you are able to enter as early as four p.m. Yeah, that's key. On the day of the event. Uh, the event time runs from 7 p.m. to midnight. Uh, so you can enter as early as 4 p.m. If you do not have a park ticket that day, you'll definitely want to take advantage of that extra park time. Uh, and so uh, just a very, very quick rundown. Uh, August 12th, 16th, 19th, 23rd, 26th, and 30th in August. Uh, and then a full slate of events in September on the 2nd, the 5th, the 9th, the 11th, the 13th, the 16th, the 18th, then the 20th, the 23rd, 25th, 27th, 29th, and 30th. And then, of course, uh, a few more packed in there uh, in October. So the 2nd, the 4th, the 6th, the 7th, then the 10th, the 11th, then the 13th and the 14th. 16th and the 18th, 20, 21, 23, 25, 27, 28, 30, and 31. So a lot of event dates. Yeah. Uh, Steve and I were, were, were kind of tossing tossing bets back and forth as to how quickly things will sell out. Uh, October 30th and October 31st are always the first to sell out of these events. The slowest, the further away you get from Halloween, the slower the sellout date is. Uh, and then of course, how uh, the, the the placement in the week, typically the later in the week, the more likely it is to sell out. So uh, any, any, any tips or advice for those going to Mickey's not so scary Halloween party, Steve? Yeah. For us, what we do, if you want to, if, if the price is a little prohibitive and you want to save some money, what we've done in the past is we won't go to a park on that day that we're going to do the Halloween party. So we'll relax. We'll go to the pool. We'll take a nap. And then like Sharpie said, the event starts at seven, but you can get in at four. So we will, you know, be on a bus or monorail or boat to the magic kingdom. So we're there right at four. And so we get the full, what is it? Seven, eight hours of the Halloween party. So you get there at four, get your money's worth, and then you're rested up because if you've been going all day and you have kids, those kids, like, I don't know, eight to nine o'clock, they're out. And then, you know, I see all these, and then the park starts to get empty. So I think it's worth trying to rest up during the day and then go. And then if you can get one of these tickets that's in the lower price range, the 109 and slightly up, just depends on the dates because we never go yeah, on. Especially the key if you have youngsters. Yeah. Make that your, the only thing you do that day. Yeah. Just relax at your pool at the resort. Have a nice day. Take it easy. Take a nap and then wake up ready and refreshed and you're ready to go. And then we, and, and I don't, mm-hmm. I, I remember I, I typically have a lot of clients ask, is this something that I should do on my first day there? Oof. So that way I don't have to buy a ticket for a park ticket for that. And the answer is no. My, my recommendation is don't do this on your travel day. Uh, whether you're flying in, whether you're driving in, doesn't really matter. You're, you're tired already. Uh, most likely your kids are tired and cranky unless they slept the entire day. Um, but but I, I wouldn't do this, especially if you want to dress up. Because the thing to remember is August. The first event is August 12th. August and September are both still very very hot months in Orlando. Yeah. 
So like if you're thinking about wearing a costume, be very mindful of, of how breathable it is. Yeah. Uh, know that wigs can be extremely itchy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's hot. I mean, that's, We've gone many years and we packed our home. Dark, it can be really hot, hot and yes. stuffy and yep. humid. Yeah. There's many years where we're like, all right, we've got our costumes with us. And then we're like, it's going to be so hot and humid tonight and no breeze. And then we just don't put them on because it could be really, really, really hot. It was 94 degrees last week. <laughs> What's there? It was, yep. It was so hot. I don't know what happened. Everyone was like, oh, the weather has been great. Then all of a sudden it was like, it went from spring to full on summer. Like it was going from the seventies to 94. It's just jumped over the eighties when I was there, but maybe it jumped back down a little. since I, left. I mean, that's like the, the heat wave in, oh. in Southern Asia and India. I mean, it's been, it's been 120 degrees Fahrenheit oh. there lately. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean that, that's, ugh, I can't imagine. Yeah. I, 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 I think I would just immediately break out, break out in sweat. Yeah, it was right in front of a refrigerator. It was hot. I mean, Lots that, of that, people walking around with umbrellas, Sharpie. <sighs> oh yes, they were. I was like, oh, I wish I had my umbrella. I, I'd, I'd pull it out. It was brutally hot. It it definitely keeps the heat off of you, especially <laughs> the 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 a white a white umbrella that like has like the silver lining under it. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's. Re- I mean, they're they're specifically for for sun reflection. Oh, so nice. okay. Yeah, I mean, they're they're just so. It's just it, it's so so hot. That's we're we're gonna be down there, be down there, be down there with the boys this summer. And I'm just like, oh, I just started thinking today. I was like, we need to start start prepping. I mean, we're not, we're not gonna be at Disney. We're gonna be at, at Bush Gardens and oh, that's cool. Sea World and Aquatica and Discovery Cove, but still the heat. Oh. Yep. I'm, I'm just not, not looking forward to the heat. That's for sure. So if they don't want to do the uh, Halloween party over at the Magic Kingdom, Disney Cruise Line has a Halloween at the high seas. We, uh, Lisa and I and the kids did this once before. It's a lot of fun. Uh, so you can take a Disney cruise and you get Halloween all thrown in for the same price. So there's I've not clients booked for Halloween on the high seas. It's fun. It's uh, I'll, I'll get over the dates here in a second, but basically, basically it's got special entertainment and activities. It does have trick or treating. It does have some parties, uh, lots of cool little decorations and some fun food and beverages. And just like over at Walt Disney world, you can meet the characters, uh, character meet and greets where like Minnie Mouse, Daisy duck, Larabelle cow, uh, all have like special iconic Halloween, uh, costumes that they wear, uh, this is also the year for the Disney Wish, which is coming out here uh, soon. And Minnie and Daisy and Clarabelle's costumes are new this year. Yes. This is the first time that you will see Minnie, Daisy, and Clarabelle dressed up as the Sanderson sisters from mm. the movie Hocus Pocus. So you can either catch the Sanderson sisters at the Magic Kingdom or... You can catch Minnie, Daisy, and Clarabelle dressed up as the Sanderson sisters on Disney Cruise Line. There you go. And every uh, Disney cruise ship, which will be five of them now, will have the signature magical pumpkin tree, uh, which looks like it's kind of been redone this year. So, you know, it's this tree. Well, when I went originally, the tree in the uh, is in the main lobby. And the first night it has no pumpkins. And then... As the cruise goes on, these 
kind of pumpkins appear uh, progressively as the as the cruise takes place. Um, but that's in the atrium lobby. And on the Wish, they will have a special tree, which kind of has a Cinderella storyline attached to it. Uh, and they have this whole story of how the tree, which is named Boo, had these beautiful gourds. And with the help of a wishing star, it had these specialty pumpkin that came uh, because of a very special wish. And then later that pumpkin became Cinderella's Bibbidi, coach. Bobbidi, boo! There you go. So these are great cruises. Um, they also have little events that go on. There's a Mickey Mouse masquerade. Mouse. Oh, I'm sorry. It's a Mickey Mouse-querade. It's a Mouse-querade. Party. Come on. <laughs> Come on, Steve. I know. I don't know. Boy, they got the puns. They got the puns on Disney Cruise Line. Mickey Mouse-querade party, which is kind of a costume party for the whole family. Uh, it also has Disney characters involved in that. They have a villain takeover over the- I think uh, that uh-huh. is the coolest element of the whole, oh, they do amazing. Sorry, everybody. sorry, magic wishing star pumpkin tree, <laughs> but a villain takeover mm-hmm. would be so awesome. They do have a villain takeover, but it's in the adult areas, so that would be cool. Which I don't, I don't remember doing that. So that might be new, or I missed it when I went. Uh, and then they on the Funnel Vision, which is the movies out by the uh, pool. They have Halloween movies and things like that that play. And, uh, yeah, just little things like, you know, the announcements, uh, on the ship, which are always cool anyways, cause they had that ding, ding, ding sound that starts every, you know, everything has this little, nice little Disney little, touch little to it. Jingle. Yeah. So they have, uh, those will, they have these, uh, spooky takeover announcements. I'm not even sure what those are, but we'll have to see. Um, so yeah, this is all, these are on select sailings, September and October, and they're departing from Miami and Port Canaveral. Uh, and they're also going from San Diego and New York City. And these cruises hit, some of them hit the Bahamas, uh, uh, just general Caribbean, Bermuda, Canada, and Mexico. And they, uh, oh, all sailings that go out of Port Canaveral, Miami, have a stop in Castaway Cay, which is Disney's private island, which is pretty Paradise. awesome. It is pretty awesome. Which the is, island will also be outfitted. I, yeah, yeah, they do a great job. For Halloween. It's amazing. They, yeah, which is pretty cool. And then they also do an amazing job on the island for Christmas. So it's nice and sunny and warm and they have Christmas trees and snowmen and uh, it's the best of both worlds. <laughs> Christmas without the snow. So, yeah. So if you want to book, Sharpie can get you either. You want to do the cruise or you want to do the Halloween party. And I would book either quickly because, and yeah, these things are, they're even, Though some of these prices have gone up, these things book up Especially quick. Especially the sailings on the Wish. Oh yeah, the Wish. Which so, is, those will book up fast. Yeah, Disney's new cruise ship. And if you if you are in the Northeast, take advantage of those New York City departures. Those are really really awesome sailings. Um, I mean that that's you, to, whether it's to Canada or whether it's New York and South. Mm-hmm. Really, really fantastic opportunity to catch Disney Cruise Line in your neighborhood if you're if you're from the Northeast. So yeah, you save on the flights. It's super easy to get there. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and and they offer a, a lot of different itineraries as well. Uh, and if you've never if you've never cruised to Canada, 
it is a really, really spectacular uh, option because mm-hmm. just the diff- different things you see, uh, you get to ca- catch uh, autumn uh, in in the maritime provinces of Canada. Mm-hmm. So nice fun. So on to some Disney news. I've got a real quick one. Uh, the NBA experience, which I which we all predicted before it even opened, would be closing. I feel like they should just could have saved millions of dollars and just said, should we open this? And we would say, no, just give us a hundred thousand and save yourself a couple million. Right. <laughs> it's like, it's like there's no, nobody's going to up. Yeah. Disney quest. Yeah. Uh, there's the, no reason that they uh, couldn't have redone. I know. Especially a, a whole floor of Disney I quest. I know. Especially now experience. And instead they raised no. the entire building. I know. It's awful. Rebuilt. Yeah. It's crazy. Right. Especially now when all of these uh like retro barcades have caught on. Yep. Like Disney Quest is going is closing while the big trend is eighties games and drinks and and uh pinball and, and all that stuff, which is what they just could have redone a little and we would have been much better off. But anyways, the NBA experience has come and gone. Lisa did it. I have tickets that I never used somewhere. <laughs> so well, there you go. They're, I, I, they're probably Steve. I think that ship has sailed. I know they're probably worth more and unused than the actual experience. So, uh, and I have a hat. I have Mickey ear hat from there somewhere. But, so from the quickly uh, here and gone NBA experience, but now they're going to use the building just for, a, you know, so there's something in there um, just for a little bit. They're, they have a VR kind of preview of MetaQuest, which I'm not sure exactly what MetaQuest is, but it basically sounds like a Galaxy Edge VR uh, experience that I believe is, uh, yeah, it's free. So if you're over there and you haven't done any VR stuff yet, some of the VR stuff's kind of cool. Um, just go over in the NBA experience. Let me know what it's like. MetaQuest is from Meta, Steve. So, you know, the uh, Oculus Quest. Oh, oh, Facebook. The virtual reality headset that was developed by Facebook. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Facebook. Facebook So MetaQuest is the next-gen. Next-gen headset from Facebook. Correct. Okay. Well, there you go. Sharpie, we got a couple other little things here. Absolutely. Uh, so if you are looking to save on your Walt Disney World Resort vacation, uh, there is still a special for Disney Plus subscribers exclusively, mm-hmm. uh, and that is good for summer into September. Uh, limitation, the, the the limited availability of that offer, uh, their summer dates are a little spotty, especially as you get down to uh, value and moderate levels. Uh, there's still quite a few uh, promotional offers to be had on some of the highest end room categories at the deluxe resorts. Uh, so if you have ever considered doing concierge uh, at a deluxe resort, now's your time uh, because you, you can save an additional amount off. Um, I, I save one client specifically a little over $1,200 upgraded from moderate 
to deluxe and still save them $1,200. So, I mean, there, 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 there are some good deals out there to be had, uh, on summer into September. The thing to remember is there are no promotions out beyond September at this point in time. Uh, and most likely as always, you won't see anything for the major holiday weeks. Uh, but it, it is pretty likely that you will see some type of offer drop for October, into early November and possibly even early December, uh, but you won't see anything for late November typically, and you won't see anything for the week of Christmas to New Year's. Uh, and important thing to also remind all of our listeners about at this point in time is that package prices for 2023 have not yet been released. Uh, so at this point, your only option if you are looking to travel in 2023 is to book a room-only package. And the thing to remember with a room-only package is you'll most likely end up canceling it and picking up a package when package prices drop because if you keep that room only price and you buy your tickets separately yes it's kind of the same thing as a package but a lot of sale a lot of disney's promotions or what, what would can be considered a sale or a promotional offer require a specific ticket type to be applied to the room as a package so it leaves you unable to apply a package deal later which you end up canceling. And if you've already bought your tickets, then you have to buy tickets again. So if there's a specific date, say for instance, you have a honeymoon booked uh, or, or you, you want to plan your honeymoon or you want to plan a family reunion, or there's a specific room type that you want, it's good to book it as a room only. And we can work from there. Um, if you've listened to the show that we recorded, uh, at the contempt about the contemporary and the different types of room categories and how limited some of them are. All of the deluxe resorts, especially, are like that, where they have the limited room categories. And if you're the Disney type of Disney fan where you are looking for something unique, something different, you're gonna want to want want one of those kind of off off the beaten path room types. Uh Boardwalk has a really, really awesome room type uh that is a a private garden suite. You actually access it from a little private garden area. Uh, there are only a few of those, uh, and they do book up very quickly. They price out very nicely uh, because some guests consider them kind of inconvenient because you don't access them from inside the hotel. Uh, but you have this private little area. It's a two-story Two story. Uh, it's almost like a little villa. Yeah, so cool cottages. It's, a, it's cool little, cool little suite. But mm-hmm. stuff like that. If you know you want it, book it now as a room only, and we can deal with the deal with the fallout later. Uh, but if you're if you're just like I'm, just going to do any standard view room, and I want basic tickets, it's better off just to wait until most likely. I'm going to air quote here. June is when things are typically released for Walt Disney World. So for for next year pricing. But anyway, that was a little Perfect. a little tangent. That's all right. Uh, off of the Disney Plus room offer. Uh, again, that is only for Disney Plus subscribers. And if you are a brand new Disney Plus subscriber, right before you contact me for your quote, you're still a Disney Plus subscriber. Perfect. You want to cover this Genie Plus one? It's real quick. 
Yep, very quick. Uh, between now, so mid-May and June, or excuse me, August seventh. Uh, there will be a change to individual lightning lane selection, uh, and that will be for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway uh, over at Disney's Hollywood Studios, Frozen Ever After at Epcot, and Space Mountain at Magic Kingdom will be included with Disney Genie Plus service. So those are not included as individual lightning lane selections that require separate purchase. This is a good decision yes, uh, because it puts some of the most popular attractions in each of those parks back into the basic, basic purchase upgrade of the, of Genie plus not the individual lightning lane where you have to buy every ride individually. Yes. Uh, This puts those back into the Genie plus category where it's the standard per day upgrade. You can do length of stay or you can buy it buy it individually by the day um but now so may until august 7th runaway railway at hollywood studios frozen ever after at epcot and space mountain are included in disney genie plus all right that's good news yeah it is i I, think especially leading up to summer yes that's true so cast compliments so when i was there and i was a cast member if I got a compliment, someone would have to find one of these paper, they'd have to ask someone and then they would have to actually have some, uh, these like compliment forms or surveys. And then they would fill out the survey and then they would have on like one little tiny line, they'd have to write your name and a tiny little compliment. So it was really hard to get them. So now they finally put them in the My Disney Experience app. So it's on the, I, I have the app open. So if you go to the My Disney Experience app and you go to the main page and you scroll all the way down, there's cast compliments. And when you open that up, uh, you can send a, it says send magic to a cast member and it has a drop down. So you can't type in exactly what the person did, but you can kind of pick from a list. Uh, and then there's a drop down for the location. And then optional, optional is uh, their first name. Uh, where they were from on their name tag and the date of your interaction. So those last three are optional and then you submit. And then hopefully with that information, the cast member will get it. And then I remember like when I would get reviews from my managers, they would go over the compliments and they would put them on your record. So that was always good. And, and sometimes you get little things, little, well, I don't know, not you get little extras and little uh, awards and things like that. And they look at those compliments to decide on who's getting uh, some of these different awards that they get for uh, doing a good job as a cast member. So it makes it easy. Especially as stressful as things have been over the last year and a half, two years for Disney's cast members. If you have a cast member who goes above and beyond for you, please take a moment, recognize them, make sure they know exactly how, how great that 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 cast member is doing because it can definitely impact their promotions. Mm -hmm. Uh, It can impact raises. So. Yeah. And it's uh, you're in your Disney, my Disney experience app now pretty much for a lot of stuff for, for uh, mobile ordering and uh, mobile checkout and uh, genie plus. So it's right there. It's just a quick click away. Uh, All right. And then, uh, Oh, let's do this next one and then we'll, then we'll come to upcoming events. So Sharpie, there was really cool news about new things 
uh, some uh, coming to Epcot that came out, uh, I think, last week. Yeah. So if you remember way back when uh, Disney first announced uh, the updates that were coming to Epcot included a lot of really cool concept art. I love concept art. Oh, yeah. Sometimes I, I, lo- I love concept art because it is – it shows what's possible. Mm-hmm. Now, if you went to the Epcot experience – Oh yeah. Uh, recently, within the last six months, mm-hmm. uh, you saw what had been planned for Epcot, and then a few days ago, they released what the new look for World Celebration is going to be, and it is drastically different than what they had planned initially. Yes. Um. So they they again easy to find out out on the interwebs uh they have released new concept art for world celebration and world nature at epcot uh and so kind of most notably what you're going to see is a new communicore hall and you're going to have that you see that name pop back up that's a, a vintage 1982 epcot term the communicore uh the communicore hall will stand on the site of the former communicore west uh so if you if you're standing uh facing the parking lot Mm -hmm. uh so uh international um world showcase is at your back looking straight ahead to spaceship earth this is going to be to your left hand side uh so that will you'll you'll see that if you're if that's where you're standing you'll see that and then just beyond it between the new communicore hall and Spaceship Earth will be where you enter the Disney nature uh, or the world nature area, which will be Moana themed with with uh, running, sparkling and playing waters. And that will lead over to the uh, friends finding um, the sea with Nemo and friends. Mm-hmm. So that, that will comprise the the world nature element of it all. So, so there'll be world uh, Epcot world celebration gardens and the new festival building will be there. Uh, the original plan was for an elevated structure that we all kind of agreed that would have really awesome rooftop parties, but yeah. that, that's no longer uh, that elevated structure will not be part of it. Uh, but there'll also be, uh, building a new indoor meet and greet location for Mickey and friends. Uh, and then also, uh, it will be about the same spot as where the old character spot was located. Uh, so then of course, uh, you have all of the different elements that are being updated as well, uh, for what would have been Communicore East. Uh, so you see all of that has been opened. And most recently you see the, replacement i'm gonna call it a replacement for the electric umbrella so Mm. yeah i I mean so they have this whole so originally that building kind of it was like a i don't know an exposition hall and then that kind of all all the vendors went out and then and they had the character they put the characters in there so so the characters will be back, but it was never built for the characters originally. So, I, so I'm sure it'll be a be- much better flow and they'll have it set up nicely. Yeah. Um, and then also they used to have 
at the uh, at the base of the fountain, they had a stage that was this little stage that hardly ever got used. I went to a concert there once at at night when they were filming something, uh, and I you know, but it wasn't covered, um, and you were standing on the cement. So now they've got this area where they're going to have kind of a covered stage, uh, so they can have different acts and little concerts and everything. And then, and they can expand people back into that garden area. So it can be a smaller event or a slightly bigger event. Uh, and they also have that, that covered area where they used to do all the exhibits. Um, but now it's kind of an open, uh, outdoor covered area where they can have like a, maybe like a festival type pavilion. So when there's the art festival going on or flower and garden, I always felt like there's never a place where there you can go and, you know, they use that tent behind Canada sometimes, or they, they use the, uh, what was it? The body, uh, or wherever body wars was, what was that pavilion? I can't even think of the wonders of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yep. they would use that sometimes and they, you know, they would always use these kind of abandoned things to throw the festivals in. So now they have a dedicated festival center. You kind of walk through the gardens. They can, uh, you know, they can make all the different planters and things around there tied in with the festival. Then you have the festival center and then you have the characters and you have everything kind of nicely put together. But I think it's stuff that was kind of already there, but was kind of thrown in and now they're actually designing it to fit better. So the other thing I, you know, as much as I'm not excited about the water in the gardens, like that whole area was so hot. It was just like this giant cement nothing land with no shade. They try to put up these little triangle cloth things. It was just so hot. <laughs> you would walk through that whole area. One of my favorite memories there is it was a really windy day uh-huh. and the fountain show was going uh, strong yep. and a huge puff of wind came as all of this thousands of gallons of water for a loft. And that giant puff of wind came and absolutely soaked a whole group wow. of international tourists that they were all gathered around their flag watching the fountain show and they were not expecting to be drenched. Yeah. I don't know if there's a date for this yet, but if you take the monorail, uh, you can kind of see in that area and, and it looks like some of the uh, landscaping, the hardscaping is getting closer, you know, for these uh, streams and ponds and waterfalls. So a lot of that's getting closer. The rock work is getting closer. Um, and then hopefully that building, since I think most of it, if not, if I can't, I don't know if all of it is, or if just most of it is, is, is just kind of an open air pavilion. I would think that would be quick. So I guess the beer garden, did that get, uh, I haven't heard anything of that piece. Wasn't there like a I beer? I haven't seen anything about uh, it either. I, I think, actually, it, I think it met uh, the ax. Man, there were some cool things that, like you said, that, uh, two story, kind of event pavilion looked amazing. The, architect- yeah, the architecture it, was cool. I think long-term they're going to regret not building that. Because you see like Singapore has all these really cool like gardens and all these, they have these, the architecture is just amazing in some of these cities. And then I, it, it looked like something out of one of those places where you're like, oh, this is a really cool, unique design and it's Epcot. So it should have some really cool, unique design structures. Um, in 2022. So, uh, yeah, I'm sad to see that, but maybe, maybe later something will, there's always, it's, it's always changing Sharpie. There's always something new. 
So always changing, ever evolving, <laughs> never complete. There you go. So it's getting better. So real quick, you want to go over the upcoming events? If you if uh, you're looking at planning something, we've got uh, you covered uh, through almost the, uh, till the uh, mid November here with some of these upcoming events. So a very unique schedule this year, uh, the longest ever uh, flowering garden festival runs March second all the way through July fourth. So you can celebrate Independence Day with the Flowering Garden Festival. Uh, and then, of course, May 27th, Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind opens to the general public. Big deal. <laughs> a giant hoop-de-doo over this one. Mm. June 23rd, hoop-de-doo review. Dinner is. show returns to the Fort wilderness resort and campground yes now this is a big deal are you gonna go sharpie strawberry shortcake have you taken your kids yet chicken uh, i can't remember if they've been to hoopty do or not uh-oh that's a good question i'll have to look back and see if i think may i think maybe we maybe we took them hmm. all right hmm. i don't know Start saving up. That that may that may be something to 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 do on our July trip. That could be. I'll have to I'll have to check the check the the show times and stuff. But yeah. then, uh, getting back to the July fourth date that I teased about the Epcot Flowering Garden Festival, this year's Food and Wine Festival at Epcot runs July fourteenth. So a short ten days after the end of the flower and garden festival all the way through November 19th. So July to August, August to September, September to October, October to November. Long time. Four months. But that's the best. Four months of the flower and garden festival, Mm -hmm. four months of the food and wine festival. So at this point in time, you have a festival running from March 2nd to November 19th. Then it shifts into holiday gear. November November 20th will ship, shift Epcot fully into holiday gear. Yeah. My question. Here's my question. Will there be a holiday tag? Like there was for Illuminations. Oh, my favorite time to see illuminations was around the holidays when they did a holiday tag, mm-hmm. specifically when it was still narrated by Walter Cronkite. Very cool. It was there was just there was a, a piece of nostalgia attached to it. Yeah, there was a whole message of world peace. Well, the entire peace and unity message of world showcase. Well, okay. I loved it. It was my favorite time to see Illuminations. I know, I know, I know. I well, it's way too much. Yeah. yeah. But then in January, you have the Arts Festival launching. So okay. November to January, you won't see a, a large scale festival. You'll still you'll still have have the the holidays around the world, uh, and and there is a festival and special food selections and stuff that surround that. But it, it's not like really a wholesale festival. Traditionally, it hasn't been. Who knows? Maybe they're planning to change that this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. So then then the 
arts festival. So between the arts festival, flowering garden and food and wine, nearly any time of the year you hit Epcot. Now there's a special, special festival running. Yeah. And the holiday, one of the holiday of nations or whatever it is. Yep. So they got that. Yeah. They got their festivals covered. So it'll be nice when they uh, have all the new infrastructure for that in place. Um, yeah, Harmonious is an amazing show, but if you're a diehard old school Epcot fan where you, um, it's definitely not that show. It's, it's, it's basically all of Disney's intellectual property, uh, movies and songs kind of, uh, tossed into a show where the original Illuminations was much more amazing. Yeah. So I, so I feel like if they did a holiday tag onto the harmonious it would just be a disney uh holiday movie added on and not all of the uh walter con walter cronkite goodness <laughs> from the past you know what i was just listening to today steve oh no i was just listening to the soundtrack from rivers of light oh my gosh and I hate to say it, but I really do think that was the last great nighttime show soundtrack that 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 Disney has made. Yeah, that's that's true. It's interesting. Harmonious is good, but Harmonious doesn't have the 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 extra layer of messaging. No, it's just Disney. Had. It's just Disney. Uh, Disney movie, Disney movie, Disney movie, and they're great. And there's a and, and it's unique how some of them are in the language uh of that movie, uh, some of the songs. But uh and the fireworks are spectacular and the visuals are amazing. Um An enchantment. Enchantment is great. It's nice. Mm -hmm. But enchantment doesn't have no the plot, the messaging that happily ever after had, and it yeah. definitely doesn't have the common thread that wishes had. No. And it doesn't have any moment that pulls on your heartstrings and makes you, it does not makes you feel like you can tell that like they tried to put it in there. Yeah. But it just, just, just didn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. They need the little kid's voice who's singing the song. Starlight, star <laughs> bright. Yes. Star I see tonight. Yes. No, it misses all of that. So anyway, that's all right. But they're good. I mean, they're they're good in their own way. Um, but it's tough when you've been there. Definitely worth seeing. It's a, we were we were joking when we were there this weekend. We were like, because now it's like you can be like, I remember when fast passes used to be paper. Like, you know, way it, back in the day, and it just changes so quickly. It just completely swaps out. And you're like, that wasn't that long ago. And now it's like, totally. and they were free. I remember when it used to get them for free. And now it's like, well, that's all gone. It, it just quickly changes. It's just in a blink of an eye, it all switches. So, so, I mean, just a, a very funny commentary. Uh, we had, um, uh, it was, it was primary election day. Uh -huh. uh, our county uh, changed voting systems. Um, we, we used to use uh, the, was, I'm, I'm a nerd. I knew this it was the Ivotronic system. Uh -huh. uh, but now 
they have printers and everything right at the pole and they print your name and registration information and stuff right on a ballot slip. And then they walk you to the digital, the electronic voting machine. They feed your ballot slip into the machine. You vote electronically on the machine when you have concluded voting when you voted the entire ballot uh you press a button and then it prints your ballot everything that you have voted it prints it out on that ballot slip allows you to review the paper and then you feed your ballot back into the machine so there's not only an electronic record but also an individual ballot that has your name printed on it with your registration information stored the paper copy inside the machine. Oh, Our old machines you. used like a, uh, like a, a, a receipt tape and printed <laughs> a digital copy or it printed a paper copy of your ballot, uh-huh. but it was all kept on one roll. This prints a ballot for every individual voter. Hmm. How all crazy right. is that? I don't know. Switching it up. Yep. All right. So next week, Lisa should be back. We'll uh, go over Gardens of the Galaxy, Cirque du Soleil, do a quick trip report. Um, If you haven't joined already, go to our Facebook group. We have a Mouse Chat Fan Community Facebook group. Uh, Just go over there and request to get access, uh, and we will let you in. And uh, we do have some of the Gardens of the Galaxy uh, videos and photos and stuff up there already. Uh, we have an interview with Wyatt, who's one of the Imagineers who made the attraction. So I believe that is up there uh, on the Facebook group. Uh, and then we have a quick video of Lisa on the ride uh, as well. And then we can go over all the good uh, details about Gardens uh, of the Galaxy as well. So if you have questions, you can ask them there. Um, so I think that's it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else does Lisa usually say, Sharpie? Something about, oh, you can give comments at comments at mousechat.net. It's really just obvious. It's just easier to go to the Facebook group <laughs> than send comments at comments. And uh, we're on, we run uh, iTunes, we're on Spotify, we're on, we're on pretty much everything. If some, for some reason, although I did get this fixed on Spotify, some of those uh, platforms show like two shows that the dates are like weird. So it'll have like two shows at the top that are from like 2018. And then all the other shows that are current are underneath those two shows. So if you go, oh my God, they haven't put up a new show since 2018. You just have to scroll a little bit. Although I think I did uh, get that fixed at at, uh, at a few of them. So I, maybe that, that issue is gone. So, but yeah, you can listen to us pretty much anywhere. Uh, and join us again here next week on Mouse Chat. 